Welcome to another episode of the Mind and Muscle Show. I am so happy, so grateful, just so honestly, extremely happy to be back because I felt like it's been a long, long time since I've recorded a podcast episode. Um, and so much has happened since the last episode, and I'm just extremely excited to be back and to, you know, really bring a next level value to really what we're doing here and really what I'm planning on and where my, where the career is going, where the podcast is going. And, um, with that being said, let me first off start by saying I'm extremely sorry for my weekly listeners. I know there's a handful of you guys who have been messaging me, asking me what's going on with the podcast. And I actually had somebody message me about two hours ago saying, hey, I'm just going checking out your podcast. And I'm realizing you, had it, you haven't made any episodes in a, in, a, in a while, in a couple of months. So I was like, you know what? It's been nagging at me to get back on here. Um, and I know why. And... Um, you know, so let me start off by saying, you know, I'm definitely sorry for that and I'm happy to be back and I'm not going to put you guys through that same thing. Now, let me also follow up with the fact that the name of the podcast will be changing. The Mind and Muscle Show is currently going through a completely rebrand and that's really because our company has gone through a completely different... It's taken a different direction. It's gone through a different, um, we're going through a rebranding phase right now. We've, we have minded muscle. I still own the name, but it is no longer the company's name, which is pretty exciting. Um, pretty sad at the same time, because like, you know, minded muscle came to me through during a workout, you know, one of those great ideas. And, um, it ended up being something that it helped a lot of people. So, I'm not really letting it go. We're just optimizing what we do. And uh, I'm not going to spend this whole podcast talking about me, but long story short, we have come to a conclusion as a company that we are not a fitness company. What we do is not fitness. Um, although we have a service where we help people get in shape, this is no longer, although this is what we where we started, this is no longer where we're going. This is no longer where we're at. After asking our top clients what they find the most valuable with working with us, it came down to the simple fact that our um, hypnosis and our mindset work was the real cream of the butter, you know, cream of the butter, cream of the pot. I don't freaking know. It was like the real big thing that our um, clients, our very valued clients actually valued the most. So with that being said, we were like, okay, if our top clients value this the most, how about we dedicate our service 100% to serve them? And um, how about we just focus on what we do, what we do best? And I believe what we do best is changing thoughts, behaviors, and habits in an extremely short amount of time. Um, I feel like nobody can do that better than us. So with that being said, let's just go all in on that. And we have a brand new name. Um, I will be announcing it probably in the next episode or so. Um, I just dropped a pin and I have to pick this pin. Sorry guys, I'm going off, but I dropped a pin. I have to pick a pin up, but I can't pick it up because I screwed my back up the other day. I've been laying in bed the last two days and barely getting my, my mobility back and I can move like a human being again. So uh, 
that's some news <laughs> that happened. But um, yeah, so we're changing direction. So don't be surprised over the next couple of weeks when you see the cover of the podcast change, when you see the name of the podcast change, and um, when you start seeing some new people on here. So just get get used to seeing a lot of new people on here. Uh, my business partners are actually going to be hosting some episodes with me. Uh, my business partners, Michael and Nisa and Nikki Hoffman. And, um, you know, we're going to be bringing a lot. We have a hell of a lineup in terms of interviews that we're going to be bringing in a bunch of experts all in the high performance space. Um, all things high performance, all things potential. And that's really what we're obsessed about here. You know, really we can call this the podcast of human potential because that's really what we're focused on here. So just, I'm really excited to start bringing that, um, bringing that your way. However, aside from all of that, now that I guys, now that I caught you up a little bit and let you know, you know, we're no longer doing fitness. And so if you want a fitness coach, you can reach out to me. I'm going to connect you with somebody else that I know, but definitely not me anymore. And I'm not going to lie. I feel a lot more liberated, um, for the longest time, I had such a hard time calling myself a fitness coach because I felt like it did me like such ass in terms of <laughs> in terms of like like it, it just did not do any justice to like you know the kind of things that I did. Anyways, let's go ahead and let's just leave that behind and um, let me just I, I don't want to take a lot of time here. I just want to jump on for a few minutes. And I want to like just let you in on a little lesson that I've experienced over the past couple of weeks that just changed my life. And um, it's changing the direction that I go from this point on. You know, growing up, I always was driven to believe that it's best to fly under the radar and that it's, it's best to, you know, have a small circle and not have a lot of friends because you can't trust a lot of people and you know, the world is dangerous and people are always out to get you and do some schemey shit, right? I grew up in that world. I grew up with that perception and um, it led me to being closed off to a lot of new relationships. Like, yeah, I was an open guy. Like I was, um, well, not really. Like, I mean, I was just like a class clown. Like, I guess you can say that was my way of being enough or fitting in was being the guy that made people laugh. But I, I never really grew up intentionally creating a circle of influence. I never grew up intentionally focused on who I'm actually surrounded by. It was kind of just like, well, this is what life is throwing my way. So, hey, you're in my class. And so I guess you're like my friend now. And this is just how it is. And, you know, I realize so many people don't grow out of these boxes. They just stick to the same circles, the same environment, the same familiar, just the same familiar things. And um, this was me for a long time. I was closed off to creating new relationships and I was like scared and really awkward with doing it. I never even knew how to freaking create relationships. And still I'm getting better at creating relationships. I still am pretty awkward at it. You know, funny story, guys. So uh, this, this exact episode I'm talking to you about is literally why I'm doing what I'm doing. But I'm, I'm, I'm at this phase in my life where I've experienced something that have, has really made me understand that creating relationships and human connection can be the most powerful thing in somebody's life. So here I am. I wrote down a list of individuals. I was at an event and uh, I, wrote, <laughs> I wrote down a list of individuals I wanted to become friends with that I wanted in my circle. I reached out to a lot of them. 
Um, anyways, I, uh, <laughs> I just started, uh, I reached out to a lot of them and was like sending the messages saying like, Hey, like, I, I want to be your friend. <laughs> and, um, I know if I, if I'm going to be of any, of any importance to you, I should probably provide some value first. So here's a couple of ways I can add some value to you. And, um, this one girl who I truly respect, um, an amazing, and she teaches people how to invest and everything. Um, she wrote me back and she was like, no, thanks. Um, this seems so, um, not like, so like not genuine and like you just copied and pasted it. I was like, well, I actually did copy and paste it because I wrote this in my notes before I sent it to you because <laughs> I was thinking about what the hell I was going to write you. <laughs> um, but uh, I was like, and this is my first time ever reaching out to people like this. So, um, yeah, if there's any way I can add a value to your life, let me know. Either way, I'm sorry for being a bother. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to keep trying. But, um, you know, I'm still very awkward at creating relationships. I'm getting so much better at it. However this creating relationships things has really shifted my life over the past couple of weeks. And let me just share with you why. So at the beginning of the year, I set a goal to speak on, I think, uh, oh yeah, I wanted to speak on like seven or nine stages, whether it was virtual or physical. And up to date, I've spoken on like 18 stages and uh, most of them virtual, but like three of them physical. So like my goal happened, right? So, which was really cool. And that's another thing, write down your goals. They, they happen, <laughs> right? When you write them down and I'm actually looking at mine here, I have like a handful of them here. One of them is I'm going to be speaking at the AFES and TEDx stage, right? Anyways, what happened was I um, went to an event. Um, I have a business mentor, Michael Chu with Champion Development, and I went to a business event. Um, it was a retreat in Miami. Really great retreat, met a lot of awesome entrepreneurs, a lot of people who are really changing the world in their own way, and um, a lot of experts in their field, truly passionate, ambitious, driven individuals. We're all like, you know, hanging out for about four days, and um, I think it was on day one or maybe day two, my mentor, Michael Chu, was talking about how he was always very awkward, but how he focused on creating relationships in the past couple of years, like actually having like, you know, other male friends and other just not even just males, but just other friends, period, aside from like work people and work colleagues and, you know, things like that. So he said what he did was he would write out eight names at the beginning of every year that he would try to become friends with. Or that he set an intention to become friends with. He was like, you know, I want to connect with these people and I want to get to know them. So he writes um, all of these names down and he's just telling us how he just reaches out to all of these people um, to connect with them. And so that day he said, you guys should write down eight names of individuals you want to connect with over the next 12 months. Like you want them to become like somebody in your inner circle, somebody who you can, you have their phone number, you can call them, you can text them. They're like a friend. And I was like, okay, let me write down some names. So my number one name was Michael Chu. I was like, you're my mentor, but hey man, I want you to call me when, when you need someone to talk to too. Like I, I want to be your friend. I want to be the person you invite to your, um, your, your lake days on Sundays. I want to like go to your parties and I want to invite you to my wedding. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, that's the kind of friendship I want to create with you. Cause you're just that kind of individual. Um, so it was him. And then the second person was, was this girl named Anne Marie. 
She was a she's a fitness coach who is very successful. She does like over a hundred thousand dollars a month. She was able to create her business very quickly and you know, very and driven, ambitious woman. And what attracted to me her the most, and I don't mean like physical attraction. Look, she's a beautiful girl, right? But I don't mean like that. What I mean by like she just had my attention because I knew of her and the things that I knew of her was like, you know, she's very assertive, she's aggressive. She's direct. She knows what she wants and she's not afraid to say what she wants. She's not afraid to ask for it and she's not afraid to go and get it. And I was just like, that's the kind of person I want him. I'm like, man, I want to like hang out with people like that. Like she's very like, just like, I'm like that kind of personality is who I want in my circle, those kind of individuals. And so I wrote down her name. I was like, you know, I have a lot of respect for her. I genuinely would love to become her friend. So I wrote down her name. Later that day, we had some after party and everybody had like their own Airbnbs, like everybody had their own groups of Airbnbs and me and my homies, shout out the Swole Suite. We called it the Swole Suite. It was dope. Me just in a bunch of freaking bodybuilders. Uh, I was like the most out of shape mother effer in that house. But it was, anyways, it was amazing. We all went and had a um, after party this one day after the event and everybody was just there, you know, some people drinking smoking, hanging out, like, you know, just a lot of entrepreneurs hanging out, brainstorming, masterminding together and just enjoying themselves. And I remember I went inside um, to go get something. I forgot what I did, but I went inside and then here is Anne-Marie. And Anne-Marie, I forever remember this. Like, this is how me and her, like, <laughs> like met. She just goes, hey, what do you do? And I told her what I did. Like, she knew a little bit what I did. I guess she wanted me to explain it. Like, that was literally just, hey, what do you do? And I kind of like broke down to her just a little bit, like 10 seconds. I was explaining what I did. She goes, oh, you need to come speak to my girls. I was like, um, okay. Like her girls, I mean, in terms of like her clients, they're she's like, they'll love this. They'll eat it up. You need to come speak to them. I'm like, okay, there's another speaking opportunity. Okay, great. And she was like, but it's in DC. I'm like, oh, she's like in two weeks. I'm like, oh, 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 okay, uh, sure. <laughs> booked a plane ticket and here I am I find myself in Washington DC a couple of weeks later at an event surrounded by a bunch of awesome women <laughs> and I was able to give a speech to exactly and while I did it I realized that I really have something that can help change a lot of people's lives like women were experiencing real breakthroughs that day from the things I was saying and the experience I took them through with hypnosis. And it validated the fact that I'm actually good like at what I do. And I do have what it takes and that I am enough, which then in turn reinstilled a level of confidence that has me applying and reaching out to all these influencers, all these speaking things to become a speaker and to speak on their stages and, and to really manifest this life of being one of the world's greatest speakers. And I'm not boasting on myself, but what I am doing is creating a powerful image of myself that's going to allow me to continue to create the life that I want. But the thing that I'm saying is I would not have gotten that opportunity to speak to these women and to have... I mean, I mean, like, as a, on a selfish note, you know how cool it was to have these women approach me after 
telling me like what that just did for them, like in tears, telling me what it did for them, telling me thank you and saying like what they, they really needed that at that point in their life and reaching out to me after and messaging me long messages of like little thank you letters and then them tagging me in videos and stories and like them really breaking down what I did for them. And I did not think I showed up that well. I mean, like, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I showed up in a great way. I was confident. I was in good energy, you know, um, great mindset. I was eating well, so I was feeling well. But I, di I didn't know what kind of an impact it had on them. But this one woman wrote me a message saying that that was the most life-changing thing she's ever experienced in her life. And that for the first time, she actually believed life's going to be life for her. Like for the first time, she actually believes that she can create a life that she wants. There's so in these women, a lot of these women that I did help too, they were coaches. That means there's so many of them that are going to help so many other people because of what I was able to help them break through that day. The ripple effect has begun for real and that would have never happened if I did not go to that event. If I did not set an intention to get to know Anne-Marie. And if I did not open up myself enough to become close with her. And add value to her life. I just added value to her life. And we created a partnership. That is going to be wonderful for our company financially, for our company in terms of like fulfillment wise, meaning we're going to help a lot more people. Our reach has grown. An opportunity that's going to change the lives of thousands of people. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands one day. And then out of nowhere, as I shared the experience online, one of my clients who runs a successful, I believe he's a successful hedge fund company, invited me to go to his company and speak in front of all of his employees. And then I got a random invite to go speak in Mexico at this guy named Reg Lenny's event, who Reg Lenny and Sue Alexander, who are basically life architects, like elite life coaches for some of the world's biggest A-list celebrities. Some of the world's greatest executives. That, And when I say celebrities, I mean like Jada Smith and like Wesley Snipes style celebrities. Being able to go speak at their event. Being able to get opportunities to help people who I never thought we could even get in the same room with. Now we're in the same conversations with. And this is all... Because I'm opening up and meeting new people. I'm talking to new people. That's it. Just talking to new people. I'm adding value to their life. And opportunities are opening up. That are going to set me and my team up for a long-term success. And when I say long-term success, I mean we're going to be helping a lot of people for a lot, a long time. That success. And we are opening up our opportunities to do that bigger and bigger by meeting the right people. One person can literally change your entire life. And when I think back on it, my one person was my mentor. Well, really, 
it first started with Ariella, my best friend who opened up this entire spiritual world to me, letting me know that there was so much more to me than what I thought. After we reconnected, my entire life changed. Ariella, I know we don't talk a lot today, but if you listen to this, I'm forever fucking grateful for you because you changed my entire fucking life. Just coming into my life changed everything. And then I met my mentor, Sterling, Alexander Griffin, Sterling, I know we don't talk a lot today, but man, you changed my life. My life will never be the same because of that opportunity I got to meet you. Michael Chu saved my business. I don't know where I was going without that kind of guidance. Like, one person can change everything for you. Open up yourself. And understand that it's safe to let people in. And one of the most quickest ways to change your life is to get around people who can take you there a lot quicker. It's kind of like you're in a dark room, but you find somebody who has their light on. And their light is bright, just bright enough for you to see your own light switch. So you turn it on. Before you know it, the whole world becomes lit. (laughs) Doesn't that sound great? But that can't happen if we're so closed off and scared of other human beings. Like we're all just human beings that are seeing through a certain lens. It's like an infinite spirit present in this body and seeing through a lens that we created through past experience and our own interpretation of these experiences. But there's nothing to be afraid of when it comes to meeting people that can just change everything for you. And be very consistent and persistent with it. When you reach out to people like that girl who basically rejected me, I'm going to reach out to her again at the end of the week. I had like five other people who emailed me like, Hey, don't email me again. (laughs) Or like, um, no, they didn't really say that, but they were just like, no, I'm not interested at this time. And guess what? I had like three people who were like, Hey, yeah, let's actually hop on zoom and talk about one of these ideas. They look really cool. And I got a lunch date with Michael Chu, my freaking mentor. You know how cool that freaking is? Like, You know, like just by reaching out to them saying, hey, look, this is what you do. It's what I do. I respect what you do. And I'd love to add value in any way I can. Here are some ways I can add value to your life. Let me know if any of these these work well with you. (laughs) And if not, let me know. I don't want to overstep my boundaries. It's it's so simple. But it's the most life-changing thing you can do. So not every conversation could change your life. But every one of them has the potential to. So I strongly encourage you to get in the right conversation with the right people. And that's exactly the direction we're taking this podcast is getting in the right conversations with the right people at the right time that can tremendously change the trajectory of our life. Okay? So, hope that was valuable to you in any way, shape, or form. If it wasn't, I'm sorry. If it was, go ahead and hit me with the subscribe button, screenshot this, post it on your uh, social media, post it on your stories, tag me in it at Adrian Moreno 111 on Instagram. Leave me a review, share this with a friend, send this episode to somebody. And I challenge you to write down a list of five to 10 names of individuals, or just go as long as you want. And don't, don't, I don't care how big of a person you think they are. They're just a human being dream big, write down those names, set the intention and find a way to add value to their life. Over and over again until they accept. Okay? 
good. All right. See you guys next week.